Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 20. Today, I'll be interviewing Michelle McAvoy. Michelle McAvoy is an inspirational speaker and award-winning children's book author from New Jersey. She loves bringing joy to children through her own stories. Michelle's books are uplifting and colorful and are meant to help children navigate through the natural bumps and curves of life. She has written three children's books, three children books, which include My Superhero Grandpa and The Gorilla Picked Me. So today she's going to be talking about Cookie and Milk, which is really exciting. It's coming out October 1st and was already selected as a top shelf title with IPG. Don't miss her podcasts and educational activities that are free for download that accompany her children's books. Thank you so much for being here today, Michelle. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And you know what? It's great because we both have podcasts and I checked out yours and we really do. You know, we both interview children's book authors. And um, what I love about podcasting is that I think we all bring something different to podcasting. So, yeah. And you have so much to talk about because we actually have a lot of things in common. We both write books and we both have podcasts. Um, And I wanted to just start with asking you about Cookie and Milk, which is going to be out October 1st. And I wanted to ask you what inspired you to write that book. Yay. So, yes, Cookie and Milk is out October 1st with Cardinal Rule Press. Um, It's about two little girls who are complete polar opposites, but they're best friends. Um, Cookie is a little brown girl genius, and Milk is as white as can be, and she is a little daredevil. And I was inspired to write this book by my own um, personal relationships. My best friend is Ethiopian-American. Her name's Wasi. And after the Trump election, everything was so polarized and everybody was so angry. And I remember sitting on the beach and thinking like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) You know, like, why is everybody so angry at each other? And, um, you know, my best friend and I were like family. And I just really... And that just sparked an inspiration for this book, um, Cookie and Milk, two girls that are opposites, but are best friends. And um, yeah, and so I cannot wait for it to come out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a beautiful book. And I'm also going to be having the review up with the podcast. And I was curious, so because I love, I really love the book and I love that there's a twist in it as well. And I wanted to talk more about the character development of Cookie and Milk. So I know one of the characters was based off your best friend, but I was just curious about how you develop those characters. Yeah. So, you know, it really, truly was just an inspiration Um and what prompted me to, to, to write the book, but the characters, um, kind of take a life of their own once you do start writing. So it's not just, you know, it's not exactly my best friend. And, um, it's also inspired by a relationship between my brother and I, and we're polar opposites, polar opposites. He was always trying to get into trouble and he was like the daredevil and I was the nerdy kind. And so, um, I kind of took those two relationships sort of, and, and, and put them together and came up with, with cookie and milk. The characters, um, 
there was a lot of revising when I was going and writing the book um, and the characters really started to flesh out and develop more where Cookie, you know, Cookie needed to be as much center stage as Milk and vice versa. I really wanted to give them equal opportunity on the page. I really wanted um, for both characters to be, to both be very much the main characters of the book. Um, so, yeah, and I just felt, I, I just really also want, there's, the mes- there's so many messages in this book. And one of the messages too is, you know, no more um, sit, sit neat and pretty for girls, right? You can do anything. You can be anything. If you want to, if you're smart and you want to do, you know, Legos or, you know, be an engineer or mathematician, you could do that. Or you can also surf the biggest wave that you've ever wanted to surf. So there's no sort of limiting boundaries for girls too. So it was really just um, a, also a girl power book. I just put so much into this book, <laughs> but it you really just took a life did. out of its own. I know it took a life of its own though I think you could you could tell that you did because you know what I mean people look at picture books and they don't realize how long some how long it takes and how much work and how much heart goes into it I mean so the one thing I did want to ask you about is is interesting how you there's a couple different unique features about the book which I love Mm -hmm. um I love that there's dialogue that there is and how did that come up where you decided instead of just, let's say, having your standard text on the page, having more of like the bubbles, like for the characters to speak. Right. More of like a dialogue type type thing. Yeah. So it, it is different in that fact that it's it's very dialogue heavy. It's just a back and forth between the two girls. Um, there really isn't much third party narration, which is also very different. I, I guess I tend to write my books in the first person. That's just the way they come out because I think it's fun to have um, a relationship directly between the character and the reader. So a lot of my books are like, so it starts off like, hi, I'm Cookie. Hi, I'm Milk. So that's really the character talking directly to the reader, which I I think pulls kids in. I just, it just comes naturally for me. I I have that same sort of dialogue um, for my Gorilla Picked Me book. Um, So yeah. And and I always loved graphic novels growing up or oh, comics too. and I and I love graphic novels now. And I feel like this is almost like the picture book version of a graphic novel mm-hmm. if there was one, right? Which just got me so excited. Um, and I was just so excited that Carnival Press just embraced it because it is a little bit different. There are a lot of other dialogue books, p- picture books out there, but I guess it's not as mainstream as your typical like sort of a narration picture book. Well, that's what I was thinking too with the dialogue, because I think for kids, it's a really nice, it's a nice book. It's a picture book, but having the dialogue. And then I'm also thinking role play, you know, you could have one child be cookie and the other one be milk and they could work on their literacy and they could kind of, you know, pretend like they're cookie and milk in one scenario. And then what I also want to make sure to talk about is Mm -hmm. the vocabulary expansion and the definitions on the page, because as a speech language pathologist, I you know, I'm like all into vocabulary. <laughs> so, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's the one thing that I always see. I mean, everyone looks at it, I, everyone looks at books and they look at things a little bit differently. Um, but having the language background for me, um, I always just kind of hone in on that vocabulary. And I think, you know, I have discussed it on my website, but, you know, for parents out there listening and, and teachers, I think more naturally do this, you know, kind of pick at those words that you think the kids might not know. Um, but if your child doesn't ask you, what does that mean? 
You know, a lot of times we might skip over that word. And what I love about your book is that it's really interesting and how you add on not every page, which is nice. You add those nine key vocabulary words um, Mm -hmm. for for children to learn about, you know, like mathematician, you know, to to learn what is a mathematician. Um, And so I love how you define that specifically on the page, because I think for parents, they're going to see that and it's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just define it for my child. It kind of gives them like that reminder. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. it helps. I think it helps them too. You know, I'm a parent. I have a 10 year old and a seven year old, um, a 10 year old boy, seven, seven year old little girl. So I, I get how crazy busy everything is. And we're always trying to be the best parents that we could be. So when we're reading a book, I admit at at night when I'm reading a book to my kids, I'm almost falling asleep before them, right? Because the days are so long. So I think it also helps parents, right? Because you see it there. You don't have to think, okay, what's a mathematician? Let me pull it up on Wikipedia. How to explain this to my kid, right? It's literally, it's just right there on the page, um, which makes it so much easier to have that conversation. And not that parents don't know what a mathematician is, but you know what? At 830 at night to, to talk about, it could be a little bit exhausting. So um, just to have it right there, I, I, I just like that. And for me, so I'm an attorney by profession. Um, so I'm sort of just a natural nerd. And I like, I like to learn while being entertained. I always liked historical fiction and things like that. So I, I love having in a picture book something educational as well as entertaining because then kids are getting that little bit of extra and they don't even know it, right? They don't even know that they're learning while they're having fun. And I like to do that. And it's also good for print referencing because you're just basically going to be naturally pointing to that word. And, um, you know, just for those, you know, for those parents who really want to help their kids with, with the reading, I know with my kids, that's something that I'm doing as I'm reading, I'm not every single page, but I am pointing to those key words mm-hmm. because that just helps the kids become more aware of the print on the page. Um, and I also think that the way that you have it illustrated, I mean, the illustrations are beautiful, is that I think that the words just sort of pop out because of the dialogue, um, and it's just, it's got like such positive energy. After what? I read that book, it does. And actually, so my daughter has a very, very good, very best friend, right? And uh-huh. um, I said, right, right after reading your book, I said to um, my daughter's best friend's mom, who's also my good friend, I'm like, I said, I'm like, your daughter is, you know, is like the cookie to her milk, you know, uh, like the peanut butter to her jelly. Yes. And it's just, but it is, it's kind of like you can't, the way that you described it is it's just something that I know I'll use forever because it's, it's kind of hard to describe a bond like that, yes. you know? And I think you know it when you have it. Um, and it's, it's such a wonderful thing. I mean, and it also doesn't just have to relate to girls. I mean, no. it could also relate to boys and that, you know, I was actually reading this to my son last night. And I said, you know, who's your peanut butter to jelly? You know, we were talking about kind of good friends and, you know, who do you feel connected to? And there's just so many different lessons that you could take from this book. But I know that's the next question is like, you know, when you wrote the book, what was your intention? Like your, your kind of big lesson of the book? My big lesson was that, you know, for people to just realize that different isn't always a bad thing, right? And just to accept each other's differences and almost like 
a, a first or second grader does. You know, they just, when they hit it off with somebody, they just hit it off. They don't care what color they are, what background they're from, if they like, you know, if they like the same video games or not. It's just like, you're my friend. I like hanging out with you. You like hanging out with me. It's that simple. And if we could, if we could just take it back to that simplicity. So I feel like the book is almost for grownups too, when they're reading it, like, let's just get back to just regular human connection, right? If somebody makes you happy, then be friends with them. Right. And it's just very, it's just that simple. And that was sort of my point. It doesn't have to be so difficult all the time. And then I also think kids learn from their parents as models because, you know, even like, you know, with my friends, like just even saying to, to my kids, oh, well, I just love being with them. And that's an important part of, you know, my life is also seeing my friends and bonding with my friends. And I feel like that just gives a good model for friendship that, you know, I, I think honestly, that's why I love picture books and I love all children's books. But I think like pretty much all the children books that that I love, that I review, that I have on my website, um, or maybe not on my website, but I just love in general, is that I think they're all lessons that now are they're just not for kids. They are for adults. And I think sometimes, you know, like let's say as a mom, we just get so busy and we're, you know, we're working and we're with the kids. Um, but also maintaining, I always say like to maintain those friendships as well, that it's not for kids. Like we don't just have like maybe like for the child to ask their mom, who is your cookie and milk? You know, like who do you feel connected to in your life? Because I think for a parent to also discuss that as well is important that it's friendships are not just childhood. You know, friendships right. last a whole lifetime. I mean, I've had friends since I've had one for, very good friend since I was two years old. Yeah. You know, um, so I just think it's a lifelong lesson. And I also want to make sure to um, include that you have really nice resources in the back of your book. And what I love is that the the page about friendship you talk mm-hmm. about all the different things that are like it says here S words that make a best friend. And you know what? I honestly think that it's not just, you know, for children. I mean, you could even relate it as an adult. You know, who do you feel connected? Who makes you smile and who makes you feel good? And it doesn't just have to be one good friend. So right. I think that's an exercise in itself is that whole page for a parent kind of going through or even a teacher in the classroom. Yeah. You know, and I think too, you know, for picture books, Children, for the most part, are not reading them on their own, right? So it's usually a parent or whatever caregiver um, reading to the child. So there really is, I find that it's more fun for a parent when there's a, a bigger picture, right? That goes for the grown up as well. Because I get t- I get takeaways from picture books all the time. I'm like, wow, that that hit deep, you know. And my daughter, she's just looking at the illustrations or whatnot. So I do think that for picture books, it's really fun and and extra special when they have also a message that can hit home for the parent. And that last page, you know, my, my, um, my publisher is fabulous and she really encouraged um, me to do the front matter and the back matter, which is something that she does because she, her books are really geared towards educators. And so that's just her model. And I thought it was fantastic. And it really gave me the opportunity to do those S words for friendship. And it, corresponds with the S words in the book. Um, Because if you remember from the first page, it's like, you know, Milk's favorite S words are stitches and stunts and Cookie's favorite S words are Sigma. So it really just is sort of um, an extension from what's going on in the book. But my favorite one was 
somebody who who lets you feel 100% safe to be yourself, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Like not, you know, just to be yourself, whether or not, you know, you're popular for everybody, you in life you have to realize that, you know, you just have to be yourself and then and everything will hopefully fall into place for you. And I love being able to put that in the back. Yeah, and also I just, you know, I actually just noticed that in the front because I didn't even notice it when I was reading it that you have some tips for parents in the front over here before reading, during reading and after reading. And I just love that because you know what, it's not something you might see, but I wanted to point it out to any, to any parents listening, um, that these are great tips. They're just bullet points and it's really simple. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really easy to implement, you know, when you're reading to your child and it's also just beautifully done. I mean, I, I really, after reading your book, I just felt like happy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I, I really did. I mean, I and I wouldn't say that like the rainbows and the and and the color and the it's just it, it just has like some really nice positive energy. Um, and I also wanted to make sure to note that on your website, which has tons and tons of resources, um, and also your podcast, um, is to talk about the reading guides. Now you have educational materials for all your books, Mm -hmm. um, for free and they're free for download. So I would just say to any parent for who's going to buy cookie and milk and definitely buy October 1st, it's being released, Mm -hmm. um, to, to purchase the book and also print out the reading guide because that could help parents and and definitely help teachers who want to read that in their classroom. Absolutely. So the reading guides are, 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 they have um, activities that can go along with them. There's also coloring pages on there. Um, and But the reading guides also help sort of explore the book a little bit further. So even if not, you know, more specifically for teachers, if they're reading it in their classroom to be able to do those common, and there's all the common core standards in the front of the um, reading guides. So it, it helps you to be able to use the book in the classroom um, and to be able to more better align it. Um, and yeah, you don't have to think of things on your own. It's all right there. The, the lesson, you know, the back matter, um, the front matter, and with the reading guides, you really, you really can just take it and, and run with it if you wanted to. Yeah. And I just think it's also very relatable, your book. I mean, oh, it's something oh. that I think, you know, you're reading to young children. You know, that's just a part of their life is, is friendships and good friends. And, you know, it's just, there's so many different carryover activities that you could do with it because, you know, you could, you could compare and you could contrast. So what is, you know, what are some of your character traits and tell me about your best friend or your good friend and, you know, how are you the same and how are you different? Um, and it just kind of comes up like as a parent, I feel like it comes up all the time because with my kids, it just mm-hmm. comes up where, you know, we might talk about maybe like, let's say like my, my son has two different friends. Maybe those two different friends maybe aren't friends, but he has a relation. He has a good relationship with both of them. Well, that's okay because it's okay, you know, that you have different relationships. Um, you may not all like the same things. Like, you know, one of the things that comes up a lot, um, with us is like the sports, like just because mm-hmm. somebody likes sports and you don't like sports doesn't mean that you can't really be good friends, that you may have a lot of other things in common. Um, right. So it's, and it's really, I would say just about the, it's about the bond, you know, Um, and how cookie and milk, and I don't want to give away the twist because I really want people to get the, I want people to purchase the book and get the book and read it to their kids because 
there really is a great twist to the book. There um, is a twist. There is a twist. Yeah. I'm not going to give it away. It's so funny because sometimes when I either read a review or when I watch people read it, I'm like, <laughs> I'm waiting to see if they're going to actually get the twist because you know, it's a children's book and sometimes you're just reading it. Sometimes people just read it to read it, right? And they don't expect a big twist. So I'm just hoping (laughs) that most people see it and get it Um, because I think it is it is a special twist that allows for even um, more discussion on a higher level if you wanted to have that conversation with your family. So, um, exactly. And I also like that the age level four to 10, because I think that you know, what I always want to say, just picture books in general, is that it's not just for like really young children. Mm-hmm. That I, I look at picture books as like works of art, right? I, that you don't put an age limit on a on on a piece of artwork, you right. know, like that I mean, I'm 42 and I still love picture books, right? So and I love picture books like I think <laughs> my whole life, right? Like there's no age limit because I think Sometimes let's say if I'm like selling books or I'm talking to other parents like, oh, well, we stopped reading picture books. Um, Now we're just only doing chapter books. But I feel like even for older kids, like 11 and 12, you know, to be able to, you know, there's a lot that you could take from this book that is, that's much more higher, higher complex, like what you're talking about. Um, Yeah. And you know, I'll I'll tell you a story. I was at a um, book fair with my Gorilla Picked Me book and a fifth grader, her teacher had read it to her in class and she had come up with her mom to where I was. She really wanted the book and and her mom was like, it's a picture book. It's for, it's for like little kids. It's not for you, you know? And she almost looked shy about it. And I kind of looked at the mom and I, I was just like, you know, a lot of older kids read picture books and it's not just for little ones, you know, but I know that if you're, we're in the environment, right? We're in the picture book environment. You write, I write, you probably have a library of picture books like I do. Like we're just in it. So we, we understand that concept. But as a parent, you, you, don't, you don't live and breathe books. You know, you look and you're like, you want your fifth, fifth grader to buy, you know, a middle grade. You don't want her to buy necessarily a picture book, but um, it does, they, they do translate for older kids. And like you said, the art, I mean, the illustrations of picture books, these artists, they're just so amazing. I really feel like they're some of the best artistic talent around, Um, you know, so it's even like to say uh, animation, you know, older kids watch animation on the screen all the time. What's there's really not much of a difference between animation and a picture book. One's just flat and one's just active. So, yeah, I love that actually comparison because I never even thought about it like that. I mean, and also I love, I mean, I still love, you know, like the animated shorts and I'll watch movies with my, there's some animated films that I'll watch with my kids like any day of the week, you know, (laughs) that I always love. I mean, like Curious George and whatever. Um, But, you know, it's true. There's certain things that you just get from it, but I I love that. I I agree. Um, And so I want to also make sure to talk about your other books a little bit. I know you just, it was just grandparents day. So I'm sure you've done a lot of stuff with your superhero grandpa book, but I just wanted you to take a couple minutes to talk about your two other picture books. Sure. Um, so my, my debut picture book, my superhero grandpa came out in 2016. Um, that 
is a Moonbeam Award winner. So that was very exciting in the religion and spirituality category, right next to the Pope's book, I must say. So it was in good company. (laughs) I took third. He took first. I have no grudges. Um, So that book is, that book was inspired. My father passed away when I was 26. My children never um, got to know their grandpa. So that book was just inspired by um, that relationship. And it's about a grandfather who watches over his young grandfather some from heaven. Um, and then my second picture book called the gorilla entitled the gorilla picked me is about a little girl, Olive, who felt very ordinary until one day she was picked, um, from, she was picked to dance. There's a dancing gorilla at a dance and she's picked to dance from this dancing gorilla. And in that moment, she realizes that she is in fact special. She is not ordinary. She is extraordinary. And that book was inspired by something that happened to me when I was a little girl. I was a little brownie. I was not a big, I was not very popular. I was, I was chubby and quiet and more shy like Olive in the book. And at a daddy daughter dance, A gorilla came out and he picked me up out of everybody in the crowd and he swung me around and I was elated. I was in my glory because that never happened to me. I was never the little girl that got picked to do things. I was more of the one in the background. And, um, and yeah, and I remember how I felt in that moment. And I was at the daddy daughter dance with my father. He had stepped away for a moment. The gorilla came out, danced around. I never thought for a moment that that could have been my dad in the gorilla suit and he's now passed away. So it's his secret forever, I say, because I never asked him. And that's really what is um, what inspired that second book, The Gorilla Picked Me. I love that. You know, I, I'm going to have to purchase those books, especially my superhero grandpa, because, you know, my father-in-law, my kids never got to meet my father-in-law. Yeah. And I think that it's, Definitely something that, you know, many families can enjoy for sure. I mean, I I love that idea. And I love that, you know what, there's just so much heart that goes into all your books. I mean, I think everyone, you know, we always call them like book babies, you know, that you, you know, it's not, it starts as as an idea, but it grows into just an experience, you know, to, to go through writing the book and getting it illustrated and seeing it in print. And it's a real gift. I think, you know, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, writing those books were a real gift, not only for you, but for the memory of your dad, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I what say a we have to give. Yeah. Yes. And we still get inspired, right? We can still be inspired from wherever they are. You know, he still inspires me from heaven, I say, and it just propels me to write. And, um, that's one of the reasons why I started to write, to bring joy and to just bring, um, just to honor him and to bring joy um, and color to the world, you know, when sometimes you sometimes feel a little bit gray. And I know a lot of children, you know, didn't know their grandparents because whatever, we have kids later in life nowadays and sometimes grandparents are past. So it really, the, my superhero grandpa, um, I think is relatable for a lot of families. Yeah, I love that. Well, so thank you so much for being on today. And I wonder, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we finish up? Oh my goodness. Um, I just want to say that if you are an author, illustrator, teacher, or librarian, um, I would love to have you in my, um, 
My Messy Muse group. I have a podcast and a group that is to help inspire people through their creative journey. And it's also to help sort of um, connect authors and illustrators with teachers and librarians. So if you are interested, I would love to have you. And that's My Messy Muse, um, both in Facebook and um, also a podcast. So after, after you listen to this podcast, maybe hop over and listen to mine. I know, definitely. Am I, I allowed mean, to I give saw, that plug? <laughs> I'm sorry. You, know, you have you have so much going on. I'm like, wow, you're you know, because you you know, you work and you you know, you're an author and you have a podcast and you have you know, you have just so many things going on. Um, but I also love how your website is organized. It's very simple and easy to navigate okay. and find things. Um, so I just want to compliment you on that. I think it's it's because I think people just don't have time. Yeah. So to go to a website that feels very overwhelming. Um, is, is hard. Sometimes it's hard for me to find reading guides for certain books because, you know, I, it's sometimes hard for me to find the website and then the links and where is it? Yours is very, very clear, you know, exactly where, you know, where all your information is. Um, but also like just multimedia. I mean, you really, you know, you really kind of have your hands in a lot of different media. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not just visual, but it's also audio and you also write. So, um, you know, I was just so happy. And one of the things I do say in the review is that, you know, I met Michelle at the book expo. Um, and that's how we connected because I went and saw her. I was actually looking for her at the book expo because I had spoken to Maria <laughs> and who's the CEO of Cardinal Roll Press. And she had said that you were going to be there. And when I saw, when I saw, I just want to tell the, anyone who's listening, I saw Michelle, I was so excited. I ran right over and I got the book and I was so excited. And so I always had planned to have you on the podcast. And I'm just excited to have you on with your release just like a week and a half away. So yeah, lots of good energy. And that book expo was so much fun. So thank you so much for finding me. I was nervous, but I had a blast. I had a Oh, uh, you didn't blast. look nervous at all. You looked <laughs> I started off really <laughs> I was really excited and my kids love getting book signed. So, you know, so this book has been, you know, in my library for a long time. And because I guess it's been, I guess when the book expo was in the spring. And so, yeah, so I just encourage everyone to go on. You could pre-order the book. Um, it'll be out again October 1st and definitely check out Michelle's website. And there's also going to be a link in the description on the podcast there. So you could just link to it and just check out all of her great resources and support her and her podcast and all of her other amazing, um, amazing activities you have going on with, with different social media. So, um, thank you so much. And thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much. So thank you for listening today. Listen and learn with us at language during mealtime. 